Once again, happy Sabbath. You know, it's still a happy Sabbath. I don't care what is going on out there. I don't care what your notifications told you this morning. This is closed. That's closed. Oh, Lord, everything's going. Oh, we don't know what's going to happen. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Well, the sky is still up there. Because the God who created all things is still up there. So we just lean upon him. Amen? Let's turn to the book of Exodus chapter 3. We're going to find out something very interesting this morning. God says, stand on holy ground. And the way he broke this thing down was, it, 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 would, it, would, it will help those who are standing. It will frighten those who aren't. But it also give an opportunity for those who want to. And that's what this is all about. We're in Exodus chapter 3. We know this a particular account. Moses, who had been keeping sheep for 40 years, he looked and saw something that was a bit strange. And he said, I'm going to turn and look at this thing. And so we're going to pick this uh, account up in verse 4, Exodus chapter 3 and verse 4. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh thither, hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. Very significant, even to us today. See, wherever God is, is holy ground. We know that, right? Wherever he is, is holy ground. It is the safest place in the universe. Is found in holy ground. For there is nothing and nobody that is greater. What is going to happen to you if you're standing on holy ground? Where God is, there is safety. Where God is, there is protection. Where God is, there is a Holy Spirit power. So wouldn't you think we ought to be standing on holy ground instead of worrying about the rest of the geography on this planet? Stand on holy ground. So, so where, we, where we are, I'll put it like this. When we are, and when we are standing where God tells us to stand, guess where we'll be standing? When we are obeying his voice, we are standing on holy ground. Now, that's significant. Because where God is, is holy ground. And there's nothing can harm you on holy ground. But, Genesis 6 teaches us something. Let's go to Genesis 6. When we are where God has instructed us to be, if we are obeying his voice, we are standing on holy ground. Now look at Genesis 6. What happened in Genesis? No, don't ask the brothers this. We're going to go a little further down to Genesis 6. We don't get anybody scared today. Genesis 6, and we're going to go to verse 12. We're going to pick this up at verse 12. And Genesis chapter 6 and verse 12. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. And all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. <coughs> That sounds like yesterday. Amen? But he had a solution. Now look at this. He said, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Then he said, Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. 
and, and this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth is 50 cubits, and the height is 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make uh, to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof. With lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant and thou shall come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. Thus, in verse 22 says, thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him, so did he. Noah's obedience placed him and his family on holy ground. He was where he was supposed to be. He had done what God instructed him to do. See, it was not the quality of his craftsmanship that kept that boat afloat. Y'all know that, don't you? It was the presence of God because the waters from under the earth, the waters from above the earth were descending and turning the world upside down, but Noah was on holy ground. So he had nothing to fear. He was where God instructed him to be. Therefore, God was responsible for his welfare. We get the point? Daniel 6. Come on. We want to make sure we understand this. Because we get all these people on Facebook, on Twitter, on the gram, and <laughs> all these places claiming the promises of the obedient claiming the promises of the obedient as if they are their promises. They are not your promises, disobedient people. If you don't believe me, read the book. Stop getting your religion from Facebook and your best friend who copied and copied and pasted and copied and pasted. Ooh, girl, that sounds good. God says, I have promises for my people and those who stand on holy ground receive them. And you don't get to stand on holy ground unless you are following the one who establishes the holy ground. Daniel chapter 6. Here's another place where some holy ground was found. Daniel chapter 6. Anybody remember a man named Daniel? Daniel was following the instructions of God, and guess where it landed him? In the lion's den. Let's read. Verse 19. He put him in the lion's den because he, he what? He did, he followed the instructions of God. Now, the lion's den didn't look like holy ground. But let's see what happened. Verse 19 in Daniel chapter 6, he said, Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. Why? Because he had been tricked. He really loved Daniel, but he got tricked. And his pride wouldn't let him go against his word. And so, just like most you know, uh, 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 governments or governors or, you know, you got some pride. You can't go back on your word. And so he stayed up all night and he said, Lord, you know, Daniel, that's my boy. I, I, I had to throw him in the lion's den. Verse 20 said, and when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel. Now look at what the king said. Look how he recognized Daniel. Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God servant of the living God. He knew that, that Daniel was following the instruction of God. 
He was obedient to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was being obedient, and the king realized that. That's why he said when he went to the den, Old Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thy servant, look at this, service continually, able to deliver thee from the lions. Now, you see how Daniel was different and how the lions then became holy ground because he was following the instructions given by the Holy One. And it landed him in the, in, in, in the, uh, uh, in the lion's den. Yesterday, before he went in there, the lion's den wasn't holy ground. But because the Son of God, we'll put it like this. This is better. This might make it go down a little easier. That Daniel, being a son of God, that makes sense? Followed his father's instruction. <laughs> Therefore, where he was, was holy ground. He was, and, and the question was asked, is he able to deliver thee from the lions? Then Daniel said unto, unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel. Think about that. He followed God's instructions. He stood where God told him to stand. And so God said, I'm going to send you somebody. I'm going to make this holy ground. Because where God is, there's no evil. Nothing can happen. Nothing can befall you when you're standing with God. Does that make sense? He said, he sent an angel <laughs> and hath shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done thee no hurt. Verse 23, then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no matter of hurt was found upon him because what? He believed in his God. Do you see why those promises you see on Facebook don't belong to these people who don't believe? You don't get a lion's den experience unless you believe. And believing is standing. Believing is following. Believing is listening and doing what he asks you to do. It's like that, uh, that joke, you can pray all day over that pork chop. It ain't going to be clean. Oh, pray over it. You can pray over it. That's fine. You're praying at a funeral. So as we, as we go through this process that they put us in, know if you follow the instructions of God where you're standing and what the benefit of that is. See, the, the lion's den was holy ground because through obedience, Daniel was standing on holy ground and the lion stood down. There's some lions out there in the streets, aren't there? We saw a bunch of them yesterday, you know, being broadcast. There's some lions out there. But God said, stand down, lions. They temporarily, even the lions change character <laughs> because they were in pres the presence of God. See, even your enemy will change character when you're standing on holy ground because the enemy of souls can't touch those standing on holy ground. One day you're going to believe that. So much so that you're going to say, I'm going to be a servant of God. I'm not going to be a part-time check-in with God from time to time when my feet hurt. I'm going to be a full-time servant of God. She said, because one of the benefits is I can stand on holy ground. Oh, come on, Daniel 3. I know it's cloudy, people, but come on. See, this is, this is, this 
is what our hope is based in. Because what's going on out there has just begun. This is going to go on for quite a while. But if you have this, you can go on and everything. They're going to look at you and say, why aren't you afraid? Why? Because I'm standing on holy ground. And it wasn't because I did something fabulous. He said, I promised my sons and daughters I'd take care of them. They would just be follow my instructions. See, what God is, all he's doing is telling you where he's going to be. I'm going to be over here. Go stand over there. <laughs> well, Lord, I don't see you. Just be over there. I'm going to be there. Amen? Daniel 3, the fiery furnace became holy ground. We get this? Daniel chapter 3 and verse, verse 25. We'll start at 25 of Daniel 3. He said, he answered and said, Lo, the king, see, we know the story. I hate to use the word story because people think it's fiction. Uh, uh, the account of this happening. He went against the, the, the government. They played the music, they wouldn't bow down. Why? Because the instruction of God was, don't worship anything but me. So they, they were servants of God. So they followed the instruction of God. Guess what? <laughs> that was going to be a problem as it relate to what? The, the standing government. And even though the standing government thought they were pretty cool guys, and after they gave, so much so, they gave them a second chance to say, okay, man, now look, I know you believe in that stuff. I know you do, and you know, cool, but... I'm going to play this one more time. <laughs> now, if you, you bow down, good. If not, we're going to put you in that furnace. And what did, the, what did the servants, the sons of God say? King, we are not careful to answer you. This is not up for discussion. We will go where God has us to go, and we will do what God has us to do. So, they, you know, they were, king got a little hot. Furnace got a little hotter. He was so mad that the people who threw them in the furnace burned up. That was some hot stuff there. But let's see what happened in verse 26. They stood up and they looked and they said, hold on. Verse 26 says, he answered and said, lo, I see. Hold on. They asked, he asked his counselors, he said, didn't we throw three men in there? And they said, yeah, true that, true Lord. That's what we did. And verse 25 said, he answered and said, lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Guess where the furnace became? Holy ground. Even fire can't touch you in holy ground. Why? Because the Holy One is there. You aren't the Holy One, but the Holy One is there. And they were where following his instruction took them. It took them to the fiery furnace. But the fiery furnace can be made holy ground. So you don't have to fear the fiery furnace, do you? You don't have to fear the lion's den. Because he said, where I am is holy ground. Can we rejoice in that? See, the king called them servants of the Most High. Let's keep reading. Verse 26 said, Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants... Of who? The Most High. Come forth and come hither. And <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire. I bet that was a sight. 
They just walked up out of the fire. They just ate. What you, what you got, king? <laughs> and the king could not understand. But he called them the servants of the Most High. See, it's time for the Most High to have some servants. It's time for the world to see, hold on. You mean all of this is not real? But they are not going to see it until somebody follows the instructions. And where you are will be holy ground because you'll be where he told you to be. You'll do what he told you to do. And your efforts because of his presence will be holy efforts. See, people, there's power in being where God told you to be and do what God told you to do. The following the instructions of the Lord is so powerful because he will be with you and where he is, is holy ground. So if God says, I need you to go sit in that seat, I'll be there. And you go sit in that seat. Guess what that seat is? Holy ground. And you are where you're supposed to be, so you get the benefit of the holy ground. Nothing could touch Moses on the mount when he was, when he was in the presence of God. Who is going to run up on God? If you're with God, who is going to run up on you? If God sends you to the lion's den, the lion's den automatically becomes holy ground. Stayed there all night, didn't you? You didn't hear Daniel. Nobody heard Daniel scream and holler. And Why? Because <laughs> the Holy One was there. He said, God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth. When they jumped in, they, they threw him in the fire. They fell down. They were tied up. Huh? You ever got burned with fire? Can you imagine a fire seven times hotter than that? It's supposed to instantaneously, at least get your clothes. You know, especially nowadays, all these synthetics. It, it'll burn you up. It'll burn those clothes up in an instant. It'll burn the ropes up in an instant. These brothers walked in, fell down, and all of a sudden stood up. And the clothes that were touching them became holy. He, they didn't go to the, the, to the, to the asbestos store. They didn't go to the fire retardant place to get some clothes because they go into the fire. The Holy Ghost just changed it. And so the, it was touching them so the clothes couldn't burn. Think about that for a minute. Okay, may, uh, that's my nerd in me. The, the, the chemical nature of fabric <laughs> responds to heat <laughs> in a certain way. Tell you what, go, when you go home, go out in the backyard and set the shirt on fire and see if it's what happens. It has to respond to the presence of God. It's, oh, oh, oh holy, cool. <laughs> we, 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 we're in holy ground now. We're in holy, clothes, what you going to do? And then they said it didn't even smell like fire. Now, you put wood in the fire, you're going to smell like it. <laughs> Why? Holy ground. The fire stood back. All the principles of nature stood back and said, uh-oh, we're in the presence of, of the God of nature. Okay. Acts 28. Come on, let's, let's find something else. 
I'm trying to find something that's going to tell you that if you do what he says and go where he says, you're on holy ground and you don't have to worry about it. Acts 28. It's not going to be long today. I'm going to try to keep that promise. What time is it? Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right. I'm going to give you one of them normal sermons. Last about 10 minutes. See, there's power, Lord, people, in being where the Lord is. And I can't tell you there's, there's power in following his instructions about where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. We learned that in, in, in Christian walk segment. We got a part, a part to play. I mean, you, you would see it if, if it was raining, storming, and there was a house and the person told you to go in the house. And going in the house would do what? Keep you from getting rained on. Okay, maybe that's the example we need to use. Go in the house. When God points where the house is, go in the house. When God tells you this is how I want you to live, that's called a house. This is how I want you to worship, that's another house. And so this is where I want you to go so you can be, what? Standing on holy ground. Acts 28. Oh, Paul ran into something. Paul had been through a slot. They were on this boat. <laughs> he was on this trip. It meant everything went crazy. I mean, the boat was, t it was awful. They had, been, they had crashed. Now they're on this, 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 this land. And he ran into something else in Acts 28. In verse 4, we'll start in verse 4. And when the barbarians, see, Paul was gathering sticks. And <coughs> a, 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 a viper came out of the fire. Got it. Poisonous. Supposed to be instant death. So here we are. When the barbarians saw that the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. Now you got to know kind of the history of this story. Because it was kind of, you know, everybody had their own gods, and, you know, and it was, and Paul said, Hey man, this ain't going to work. Y'all need to go over here. So even though they escaped the sea through Paul's instruction, they said, something's wrong with this guy. And so when they, they, they figured that the gods had visited him, their gods had visited him uh, for being disobedient to him because he wasn't with their gods, he was with the Almighty. And so the snake bit him. They said, see, he must be a terrible person because the, the vengeance has come. And then what happened? <laughs> Verse 5. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he you know, when he should have swollen or, or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. See, Paul was doing what the Lord told him to do. Therefore, the power over death was with him. He was on holy ground. And the venomous snake could not kill him. See, God didn't take the snake away, did he? He didn't take the bite away, did he? He didn't take the lion's den away. He didn't take the fiery furnace away. He said, but, but you are mine, and where I, you are, I am. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Amen? Amen? Oh, but we, if we down the street, when he told us to go to 4165 Willow Lake, and said, go on in there, but we down at 5082 Knight Arnold. 
Snake going to get you. Fire going to burn you. Lions are going to eat you. And bushes are going to consume you. Be where he asks you to be. Do what he asks you to do. And we're going to be all right. Go to Psalm 91. Come on. It's not going to be but another hour and a half. Come on. Stop. <laughs> Psalm 91. I'm just playing. It's relax, relax, relax. Psalms 91. See, this is what God's promised to people who do what he asks you to do. If we want to claim the protection promises, be where he told you to be. Follow his instruction. He said, hey, I'm going to do this, but you got to do that. Not because he's not, he could pick you up and throw you into the holy ground, but you'll be consumed <coughs> because you're disobedient. Sin can't come in the presence. So just be where he asks you to be. Amen? And that starts in your mind. Stop giving the devil too much credit. Fear on every side. People are shaking in their shoes. People are wearing trash bags to school. When I saw that lady spray her child down with poisoned Lysol. And if he gets a lung infection, they're going to blame it on coronavirus when they should blame it on Lysol. You can't breathe that stuff in. But panic will make you do that. We should not panic. When you go to the stores and you can't find what you're looking for. It was quite amazing yesterday. Uh, I should stop doing stuff like this because I really want a camera with me. I know we got phones, but you know, that's kind of weird because I got documentaries all in my head all the time. You know, this would be great. I could do it. We walked into the store. We won't name the name. And immediately we turned to the right and all the wonderful organic vegetables were there. And the man was putting out new organic vegetables. It was early in the morning. I said, hey, this is beautiful. The tomatoes and the broccoli and the asparagus and the Brussels sprouts and the, and the grapefruits and the oranges. And the gra I said, this is just one. Ain't nobody over there. <laughs> Sorry to use such terrible English. So I said, let's go have some fun. So I go walk up and down the aisles where all the sweet cakes were. Shelves empty. I said, oh, let me turn the corner and go to the chip aisle. Oh, you had about four or five bags left. All you saw was black shelves. I was like, oh, wow. And then I, I looked at people's baskets. Processed food everywhere. Pizza, little Debbie cake. I mean, all this. And I'm like, oh, see. I'm panicking. I got to get this. And they did. They, 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 they went it. Oh, we're not going to have the ability to eat a honey bun. Lord help us. Went to another store. And it was, it was kind of sad because these were older people. And the cleaning aisle, you know, where you get your, your pine saw, your top job, all, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or, or some, in some neighborhoods, Babaluso. Uh, you go get this stuff, empty. No Ajax, no Collins, no Dutch cleanser. <coughs> and the old people standing there holding their baskets. 
What we gonna do? What we gonna do? They don't know when they gonna get it. And I wanted to say, they know. <laughs> but why start that conversation? And I, I was just amazed that I got what I got. I'm just walking, you know, everything's cool with me. And then I walk in and, you know, people in the self-checkout aisle got 50, 50 items and they arguing with the Walmart folks. You got to go down there. You know, it's all chaos. But such a peace came over me. Because what I needed, they had. Because nobody wants what we do. But the instruction of God said, if you would eat this way, you'll be all right. And one day, we won't even have to go in there. We're going to go to Brother Chris's house on his land. And we're going to pick eggplants and squash. Because why? He said, if you would do what I ask you to do, you'll be on holy ground. So you're going to go to the store, and a lot of stuff's going to be gone. I still hadn't figured out toilet paper yet, but that was still, I don't understand that. But it's going to get, in the, in the eyes of, of the world, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But with God, it's always better. Holy ground is a great place to stand. Don't panic, though. Follow the instruction. This might be... God might use this to get us where we need to be. Be strong and ask God. Ask him what he wants you to do. Ask him where you want him to be. And then don't ask him for anything new. Just say, Lord, remind me what you told me already that I didn't do the first time. <laughs> you're going to drop some, well, it must be some new. No. What I told you four years ago. Try that. Isn't it beautiful to have a God like that? We're in Psalms 91. He promised us something. And I want y'all to take this to heart. We're going to start at verse 4. Psalm 91. He shall cover thee with his feathers. And under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckle. Do you see how you get this protection? He said his truth will do this. If you're fighting against his truth, do you get the feathers? Let me ask that one more time. If you're fighting against his truth, do you get the feathers? No. So don't post that on Facebook. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Because if I see you, I'm going to comment. <laughs> Are you where he asked you to be? Because if he's, under, if, if, if he's got you covered, that means you're close to him. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee while you're standing on holy ground. See, all this starts to make sense now. He, had a, he said precept upon precept. See, I'm glad we're not one of those lazy Christians. He said, verse 8, he said, Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. He said, I didn't take the pestilence away. It just doesn't affect you. I didn't take the famine away. It won't affect you. 
You see the difference in, in where you're supposed to be and where they are? Don't you be they? And then try to, on, on that side, start claiming Jesus. Well, God told me he'll save me. God said, I told you to stand over there. Now, saving is all over there. I'll help you get there. I'll build a bridge so you can get there. But as long as you're over here refusing my counsel, refusing my instruction, thinking you know more than me, you get the reward of the wicked. Verse 9, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Verse 10 says, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. That's a promise that you can claim if you're where he asks you to be. The angels are trying to help us right now. The angels have been trying to help us to say, you need to be over here. You need to be following these instructions. You need to be going the way of God. See, God tells us where to stand. He simply tells us where he is. And you know where he is is safety, isn't it? Y'all do know that, right? And where he is is holy ground. Where he is is protection from the storm. Where Christ was on that boat was holy ground. Did you see the storm couldn't do anything? The storm tried. You know, the, 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 the evil angels and all their little group tried to capsize that boat in the water, in the boat. Water knew better. Rain knew better. They knew who was in the back of the boat. Only people who didn't know were the men on the boat. Master, don't you care we perish? He said, oh, don't you know this is holy ground? Nobody dies on holy ground. And so he stood up and, 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 and said, storm, show them. Be still. And the only thing they could say afterward was, what type of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. They should be saying the same thing about you. <coughs> what kind of woman is this? That pestilence is not in our house. What kind of man is this? That provides for his family in the midst of a recession. What kind of family is this? Who walks hand in hand day by day. What kind of couple is this? Who are in love more today than they were yesterday. These are those who stand on holy ground and they follow the instruction of a holy God. Don't ask God to give you the promises of his children when you don't want to be his child. Amen? He tells us where to stand, y'all. Where he is is protection. Where he is is power over evil men. Y'all know y'all fighting some evil men, don't you? He said, I, I got you. There's no more power than me. I allowed that to happen. But if you would stand with me, I'll give you power over them. We have trouble believing that, do we? We think that evil men have the world wrapped up. All the systems are in place. The devil is in charge and all is lost. 
was no different than in Noah's day. What was the result of evil men in charge? What happened to the good men? They stood on holy ground and they floated away. What happened to the evil system? The evil men, they floated too, but all life left them. Do you realize you're serving the God of life? So what are we worried about? Do you know that uh, uh, where he is is peace of mind in the midst of panic? How many of y'all slept well last night? You mean you wasn't worried? Oh, Lord. Here come Mr. Plague. It's coming. Really? Okay. I keep getting emails from different stores giving us our, their policy on what they're doing. Uh, and that's great. You know, hey, we're really actually going to clean like we said we were supposed to clean years ago, but we're really going to do it this time. If anything, one good thing that comes out of this is men begin to wash their hands. I'm like, I, 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 you know, I be at the gym, I'm like, right, didn't you just, and just hit it, flush it, take off. I'm like, okay, amen. So that's why you wash your hands, you dry your hands, take the towel, touch the, touch the door, whip the door open. Throw the garbage, beat the door closed. <laughs> and when, when the whole, th- when, when the doctors tell you, you know, just wash your hands, keep your hands out your face, you'll be all right. Nobody hears that. Oh, no, oh, I got to, I got to eliminate everything. And, and Let me tell you something. Peace, be still. Just be at peace. Be smart. Do what God asks you to do, but be still. Amen? Also, they were complaining. All the leaf was gone. There was no chicken left. The pork chops were gone. People came, and and it was a raid on the store. Do you know that should not affect us at all? If all the T-bone steaks disappeared off the shelf, we wouldn't even know. I don't even know where to go find them in a store. Yeah, really. Maybe all the cheese was gone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stepping on y'all's toes. (laughs) All the cheese gone. And I didn't want that rotted milk anyway. Y'all do know that's the word. Amen. 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 But God says this this morning when we close. Where he is is where his children ought to be. Don't you love that word? His children. Did you go home when you were afraid? Why? Safest place. You can go back and be the child and the the father, uh, the parent could stand between you and the disaster. 
Don't you think God wants to stand between you and all of this? Stand on holy ground. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. I see this one all the time, but now you can claim this because you're going to stand where he is. You're going to follow the instruction of God. See, see, this is no magic. See, we want to think God is a magician, and he just makes things happen. God said, there's a logic behind me, and this is it. He said, what, in, in here in, in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Yeah. Why? Because you're standing on holy ground. A weapon will go upside your head if you are not standing on holy ground. A bullet will go through your back if you're not standing on holy ground. See, there's no magic about this. You just happen to be the child of God standing where God asked you to be. And no weapon can hurt him. Let it roll around a little bit. Okay. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of who? The disobedient? It's the heritage of... And this heritage is a word that you think about when you think about family. This is the heritage. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got excited. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. You are doing what I told you to do. Therefore, it's righteous. It's not you righteous. You're doing the righteous thing I instructed you. Therefore, you're on holy ground, and no weapon can formed against you can prosper. He didn't say weapons wouldn't be formed, did he? He didn't say the tongues wouldn't come out. He just said they can't prosper. You will condemn them because you're on holy ground. Oh, somebody get excited. Go to Exodus chapter 15. How do we stand, y'all? How do we get this heritage? How do we come into the, uh, the presence of the Most High? Where is the holy ground? Because we found out wherever the holy ground is, we good. Exodus chapter 15. This is not hocus pocus. It's not magic. This is the reality of God. In Exodus 15, 26. He said, and said, if thou will what? Diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes. Stop there. Don't read the rest of it yet. The question was, how do we find the holy ground? How do we... Uh, 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 become beneficiaries of the heritage? How do we act as children of God? He just nailed it out. He said, listen, right? Hearken, right? And, and do what's right. Keep the statutes. He, then he said, I will put none of these, what? Diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. The Egyptians got a problem. Their God didn't protect them. He said, I let them have that. Y'all created that thing. All right, make yourself out. It doesn't work in holy ground. I am the antidote, God said. 
There's no, 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 no issues, no problems here. Because my people are doing what I told them to do. It's like this. Man, if some terrible people put poison in jello, their plan was to kill the population with jello. Holy ground people don't eat jello. And you're not wanting everybody to die, <laughs> but you're like, oh well. <laughs> I don't die of jello poisoning. Oh, Y'all know, everybody knows jello, right? Okay, anybody? Raise your hand if you don't. Ain't no sense of going with this example if we don't know that the, the boiled knuckles of swine <laughs> is where they get jello. Okay, amen. And hook anything. They throw everything in there. Swine. And if, amen. <laughs> Do you see by just following the instructions that you don't have to worry about that? It's so much to know, but he's such a great God. And he teaches us. As we learn and apply, he teaches so we can learn and apply. It keeps growing and growing and growing. And this is the relationship he has with his children. It's nothing different than the relationship you had when you were a little one. Or when you have little ones. He said, just hearken. Hear. I'm here. Stand next to me. Jesus said, I am your elder and big brother. I defeated the enemy that's trying to get you. And every time that enemy sees me, he backs off. Now, if you're out there on your own, He's going to tear you up. But get next to Jesus. And don't be, you know, <laughs> a little brother. Another little brother. And you know, when you know you're safe, you go, nah, nah, you can't get me. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you get on the other side of the fence, and then you forgot there's a hole in the fence. <laughs> but <laughs> you get on the other side of the fence and say, ah, you can't get me, I can't. Don't be like that. Just get on the other side. We are here to be examples of the Most High, and especially in times like these, when the world is turned upside down, fear is running, pestilence is everywhere, famine, everything, every, everything that you could possibly imagine is happening right here. They're closing this, they're shutting down this. Just say, I'm standing on holy ground. And got a head start on this too, y'all. How many times have we talked about this? About, I, I, I listen to Sister Shaw sometimes, she, you know, just, you know, teaching the, the sisters. She said, I, I, you know, cook up enough food, put it in the freezer. You know, give you some bulk items that you can keep for times like these. Can't find rice today. Rice weed. Uncle Ben probably out there. Yeah, go eat some wallpaper, please, uh, if you're going to do that. Uh, what about the dried beans? Too late in most stores. So if you had been following the instructions of the Most High, you're good, right? There's no water in the stores. That don't bother, that don't bother y'all. Because y'all already, already stocked up. Silence. God's merciful. 
Now, let me tell you this. Once he opens the door, take advantage of it. Please take advantage of it. Because he's opening it for his people who have been disobedient. The ones who didn't follow the instructions, he said, okay, now, I love you. I'm going to open this door. You better shoot the gap. Running back. <laughs> you know what I mean. That hole's only going to be open for one second. Don't be out here doing this. <laughs> Go right in there. Brothers and sisters, I want you to do this. I want you to help your fellow brother and sister. If you happen to be somewhere and you see something, call. Do y'all eat this? Do y'all need this? Pick it up or tell them where to go. Because some of us are, you know, financially challenged. And brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask you this. I, I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to say it on record. It's on record, okay? <laughs> if you ask somebody to get you something, don't act like it was free. Oh, thank you. Because that's not a very holy ground response to the generosity of somebody. Amen? If we're going to be children of God, we're going to act like it. So in this time, we're going to help one another. We're going to look after one another. Amen? And we're going to show the world how it's done. How you don't have to panic. You got family. And your father is the most high. And so, but you got to be part of the family. Act like your family member. Say, Father, what, what, what's today's instruction? Well, I need you to do this. Amen. Amen. So if he says, you know, today's instruction is going to the lion's den. All right, we're going to the lion's den. Hey, y'all come and watch this. <laughs> my faith is so strong in my God, I, I'm not going to watch y'all get me, I'm not going to be eaten. I just want y'all to see what God's going to do. We got this. So holy ground, stand there. Stand with God. Because when you're with God, nothing can come against you. And if God puts you in a situation that looks like there's an issue, that looks like you're going to lose your life, stand anyway. Just remember Shadrach. Nobody in their right mind thought they were coming out of that fire. But those who were standing on holy ground came out of the fire. Amen? But oh, please be like Shadrach. Please be like. God says, do this. And you do it. God says, hey, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for your ability. I'm looking for your faithfulness. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for your effort. Just try. But God, I can't. Yes, you can with me. But God says, I can't do anything with you without your mind. Without that mind, I will do nothing. And so let's give our mind to the Lord. Let's give our heart to the Lord. Let us stand where God asks us to stand. And let us be this shining example of children of God in the midst of this environment. Even the streets are quieter today. It's almost like Christmas. We got to be this example. No fear should be in your heart. As you know, physically fear does what? Weakens the immune system. If you know that you're you have a tendency to be afraid, turn off the television. Get off of social media. Why don't you pick up a, a book? 
Y'all got one of them around your house, don't you? B-I-B-L-E, that's the book for me. No, sorry. <laughs> Flashback. Uh, pick up something that's going to nourish you. Amen? And so fear can't get in because fear is on every side, y'all. It's designed that way. Ask the Lord for help. Go help somebody. Go stand and be happy. Even if you stand outside of Walmart, just be happy. You see people going, oh, don't, don't worry. God is able. Amen? You might even have a Bible study at the Walmart. You never know. Because people are desperate. In these times, they're looking for truth. They're looking for help. And if we stand for God, we can be that help and show them that truth. Let's have a word of prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to stand on holy ground. This place, this morning, your presence was here. This was holy ground. Father, keep that holy ground around us. Help us to walk in the instructions that you have given us. The heritage of the children of the Most High is this protection you promised us. Father, not only protect us, but teach us how to teach others how to be protected by you. Help us not to have fear in our hearts. Lord, we pray for those men who make these decisions in Washington and around the world. We pray, Lord, that somehow your spirit can get in and help them make a decision that will benefit the people. Lord, we, we ask that you would also, Lord, be with this small group that we can have a big effect on those around us, that we may show who the true and living God is by obedience, by sacrifice, and by caring for others. Thank you again. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen.